Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch, the show hosted by myself, Nathan English, and David Dirks. David Samuel Rene Duvernay Tardif Dirks, the boy. Come on. And Dude, how'd you guess my middle name? Um, I didn't guess. I lived with you for oh, literally fair. three years, um, so I know it. Uh, I also know all your passwords. It's the, actually the same password for everything. You Everybody can't that's say listening. it. You cannot <laughs> say it. Com- you can probably guess it. <laughs> you can probably say it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're getting away from NFL talk on this episode. And we're going to talk about some fantasy TV shows, House of the Dragon, Rings of Power, and then we're going to bring back the segment of Best First Watch of the Week. All of that mm. coming up on mm. episode 36. So stick around. Stick it. I can't believe you guys are still tuning in after David said stick it in the intro, but we're going to we're going to roll with it. <laughs> Speaking of sticking it, <laughs> House of the Dragon. Bro. Episode four. Let me recap the plot for everybody. Ahem. Incest. All right. There you go. That was House of the Dragon talk. Now on the Rings of Power. No, seriously. This this yeah, that was the show. Most Game of Thrones show I think we've had. The, the thing that we had all felt was building for a long time between Rhaenyra and Daemon Targaryen it seemed they had some chemistry more than what an a uncle and niece should. Um, and they almost almost knew each other in a biblical sense in this episode, but didn't quite get the full. <laughs> the full way um but this was a this was an episode filled of plots and schemes and betrayals and relationships um Mm -hmm. david how are you feeling about the show overall we're four episodes in we are probably going to switch the age of the actresses in the next episode so that will kind of i guess usher in this new era of cast i guess of the show how are you feeling right now um, I'm not getting tired of the politics and the deep dialogue. Still loving it. I'm loving the conversations and, and I'm loving that. Although I, I'm ready for some action. And I know I'm squishing eight seasons of Game of Thrones right into, into this one thought, but, um, I want to see some mm-hmm. action, right? I, want, I, I know we're building up to something and I want to see it, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, man, it's that, that was like our first plot twist of, of, our, of this Game of Thrones show, I feel like. Like the, for the first time, I'm, like, yeah, they were close, but, like, really everyone seems kind of close in this world. And, and so I, I honestly didn't think that they would take it that far. So I think for me that was, like, the first, like, oh, wait, that's happening. Like, not expected thing, mm-hmm. right? Was that kind of for you? or <laughs> No, I had the opposite experience. I noticed the first episode whenever he put the necklace on her. I was like, mm. <laughs> Knowing what I know about the Targaryens is the fact that um, relations well, yeah. among family members does – is not only not forbidden in that family, but actually often encouraged to keep the bloodlines "quote unquote" strong. I was not That's true. in that any happens way in this show. I yeah, I was in not show, in we heard, any we way surprised. Bit, yeah. Well, and at the end of this episode, she is pledged to be married to a person she is related to. So, like, I, I think what what was eye opening for me and what is just so backwards in this society. And it's something the show points out is disgusting is that the problem wasn't her and Damon being together. The problem was her being with a man before marriage. 
her and Damon getting married would not have been a problem. The problem was if the rumor got around that she was with another man before she was married, which is in the streets in, in a brothel. Just like where yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, and Viserys even says that he doesn't have a problem with her being in a brothel. Like when Otto says she was seen in a pleasure house all dramatically the way that Otto does every time he says something that he knows is mm-hmm. going to piss the king off. Uh, Viserys is like, yeah. who who cares? And then he's like, she was seen having relations, and that's when he gets mad. Um, but this this episode yeah. was, I think, one of the most well done. If I don't know if it was necessarily enjoyable for me. Um, I really like the end of three, which we mm-hmm. haven't talked about on this podcast. But Damon killing the crab feeder was lit. Um, cool. So, but we just walked yeah. him out, dragging him like that it was cool. I'm really excited for where this show is going, and. I'm excited for what is probably going to be a wild conclusion to this season. I'm expecting some insane twist that yeah. maybe I'll get, maybe I won't, but yeah. Yeah. This next episode, episode five, it will be the last time we get young Rhaenyra's and Alicent. Uh, I think they're transitioning now, however many years, uh, to kind of where they're going to sit now in the show. I think from here on out, I don't, I think there's no more like time travel, right? It's current, it's current times, current. I think things, that right? I think the jumps will be much smaller. They're not going to be like the jump between episode okay. two and episode three was four years. I don't think that we're going to ever have a jump that yeah. big ever again. So. And this one was six months, right, from three to four. I don't know if they it was didn't that actually many. say. Was, I didn't say. I think it was a few months. I don't know if it was six, but I think it was a few. Because Allison Alice, had her second I, kid. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah. It didn't seem like they had been gone that long from King's Landing yeah. when they were entered yeah. back in. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Yeah. I still so, like the show. Good show, man. It's, it's just Dragon. so well done. Their, their their attention to detail has been really good. I like it. And, I again, I just want to see some more action now. Give me some dragons. Come on. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enjoying having Game of Thrones back in our lives. Okay. In mm-hmm. contrast to that show, even though it's in the sh- same genre, let's talk about The Rings of Power, which we – previewed but haven't spoken of since episodes actually dropped david since i think you had much less anticipation for the show going in than i did how are you feeling of the three episodes that we have out now um i enjoyed it i will say i loved the world i love the world current and i i loved being back in it um it's just like similar to, similar to like to Game of Thrones. It's cool when one the show's just well done enough, but two like you start the episode and there's just an, this this entire world right of of languages and people and geography, um, mm-hmm. you know that you can be kind of reintroduced to. Um, I understand uh, it's very large world to introduce, but I feel like those and they got to do it. It's just something they have to do. But I was just like the first two episodes, I was kind of like. All right, let's get to the good stuff, you know, because they they got to set up the world, they got to set up the people and the yeah. tension and the plots. But I was like, come on, let's get into this. And I think we got a little bit of that with episode three with the orcs. The orcs look mm-hmm. so good. I love that they kept mm-hmm. the original look. It looks so good. Um, and I, I just don't know what to expect. But I think I liked episode three the most just because we kind of started to get some action and started to get some tension. So that, those are kind of my thoughts initially. Mm-hmm. I think that episode three was was the most enjoyable for me as well in terms of story movement but i think that the beautiful shots that we got in episode one and two are just some of the most beautiful like tv cinematography that i've ever seen um it's clear it that it's a lot of very good show. 
Yeah. Um, I, I, there has been, this show has been mired in controversy since it came out. There's a lot of quote unquote token, Tolkien lore masters, uh, people who have read the original text from J.R.R. Tolkien and quote, really just studied them essentially, um, that are, have a quarrel with the show's inaccuracy and timelines and some of the stuff that they're changing. Uh, uh, the Amazon does not have rights to all of Tolkien's literature. Um, those are actually split up between them and HBO, but they have a very like specific amount of stories that they can tell, um, which is why they're having to change some stuff because it's, there's other stories that connect to this one that are told in different books that they don't have access to, mm-hmm. uh, which you may say is a good reason not to have a TV show in the first place, but money's going to money, so they're going to do it. I, I'm enjoying the show. I, I think it's quite honestly a little disappointing for me. That doesn't mean I think the show's bad. I think it is good. Um, I don't love what they're doing with Galadriel's character, just in the fact that she is the main character of this whole show, but she's not really likable right now, which is kind of ridiculous thinking how likable Galadriel is in the um, original trilogy. That's mm-hmm. weird to say that, but I guess it's true technically for Lord of the Rings. Um, she like yeah. tr- everything with her is a fight in this show. She's constantly arguing and fighting with people. Like defensive, I, I, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would... I would agree with you that the orcs are the strongest. They're they're menacing. They're actually like horrifying creatures in this, kind of like scary movie horrifying. And now looks respects, actually good, like better. I mean, the original yeah, looks good, and but these look really good. The, the the detail, the attention to detail in the orc stuff is insane. And also, um, especially coming from what we had in the Hobbit, where I felt like the orc villains were just all CGI, faceless drones. Um, these feel mm-hmm. like they have character which I'm really enjoying. And I'm excited to see where the story goes. I think they have a lot to build. They're setting up a lot of different paths that are going to come together over. I mean, they've already signed the show up for five seasons. So there's a lot of things that they have to do to bring it together. But I think as we get further into it, hopefully the people that hate it will just stop watching and those of us that are enjoying it can just keep going. I'm I'm liking it so far, if a little disappointed. But what, I mean, what I had to compare it to, if you're trying to have a show reach the heights of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, it's not going to happen. No, no, Point you will blank, never be able to, to know that. That's the yeah. best movie trilogy ever made start to finish. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I will not yeah. be hearing, as a person who loves Star Wars, uh, I will not be hearing an argument for any other trilogy, even the mm-hmm. Godfather trilogy, because nobody has released three films that are that great all on their own. Well, simply I mean, just There's always the weakest link. And it, yeah, it's just, it's so insane. So I think that coming in, you know, with those high expectations, yes, I'm a little disappointed. And some of the stuff about the show I'm not loving, but I'm giving it a chance and I'm still enjoying it every time I watch it. I'm not turning it on yeah. feeling like it's a chore and I have to get through it because it's a Lord of the Rings thing. I'm enjoying every time mm-hmm. an episode comes out. So, Well, I think even even for you, something to remember is like, I, it's the first three episodes of the first season of the at least five season show. Like they got it's going right. to take some time to get into it, but I think I do think once they get into this and once you get some action and into the story, I think you'll catch some attention. And I mean, what mm-hmm. that first episode, that double premiere, I texted you the the numbers. Was it 25 million they had on the yeah. first of the double premiere? And for mm-hmm. House of Dragon had 10 million on the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, U.S. viewers are higher for House of the Dragon than they are for. Oh, interesting. Um, Rings of Power, but worldwide Rings of Power is obviously a much bigger deal. That's also to do with Amazon's reach. I don't think HBO mm-hmm. Max is in a lot of – I don't even think HBO Max is in the UK right now, um, if I'm correct. 
So there's a lot of countries that don't have HBO Max, but that do have Amazon. Yeah. I don't. This show, I don't think it's losing Amazon money anytime soon. And yeah, I think no. we need a big set piece. Quite honestly, I think that if we have one and everybody likes it, then people will shut up. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah. I like. I, I just think that's going to happen. So I'm excited for where this this show is going. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we talked I'm about it too. It. So one of the big things are, are, are similar to almost Star Wars fans. Like anything they drop, you're just not going to like, you know? So you, yeah, you, pretty you much gotta, any new you got to ignore that, like sm- that small crowd. That's just going to hate it no matter what. And just, there were, there were thousands and thousands of people that hated the Lord of the Rings trilogy when it came out because they said it wasn't true to the Tolkien's books and it wasn't what he wanted, including Tolkien's own estate. Didn't like some of the things that were done in the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, and I'll That's just awkward. say this television and movies aren't books. Nobody mm-hmm. does nobody does word for word copies. Okay. You a lot can't of people stay faithful detail. faithful to adaptations and stuff, but you can't. You just cannot yeah. recreate a book in movie format. Some of the best I mean, if you're a Harry Potter fan, there's a lot of things that the movies just could not do from the books that I think yeah. make the books better. And you you can say the books are better than the movies, but there's just some things you can't do. So there's just too much detail in books to be able to do that in a two hour movie and even Lord of the Rings pushed it. With their un- extended four-hour movies, an extended four-hour yeah. movie yeah, didn't even still cover not even coming close to capturing yeah. what everything was you in just, the book. Yeah, just can't do it. It's so. not possible. Yeah, I'm excited for I'm, this. We'll see. I'm enjoying it. Um, I I think that right now my excitement is more when a new House of the Dragon episode drops and when a new Ring of Power yeah. episode drops. Uh, that wasn't true the first week, um, but I think that is easily mm-hmm. true now. Um, so, so yeah, I'm I, I I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, we'll um, see. Greatly. So, okay. Last, lastly, on this episode, this this quick hitter of an episode that we have is the best first watch of the week. David, I don't know about you, I didn't watch that many good movies this past week. Um, yeah, I was. I mean, I'll, I was I'll mired in one and two and a halfs and yeah. one and a half star ratings. I mean, I'll list two of my movies I watched this week, and I. I Morbius and Jurassic World Dominion were two of them, and that kind of just tells you what you need to know. Yeah. yeah. Um, God. And like I had a couple like Gone Girl, but that was a rewatch. I did watch Ambulance, but we've talked about that a lot, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. ah, it wasn't a whole lot. And I'm sure as heck I ain't picking that Adam Sandler Happy Gilmore movie to talk about as my best first watch, you know. So it's okay though. Yeah, I, I can just go ahead and start since I'm talking. You good with that? Go ahead. Yep. Go ahead. Uh, I'm. I'm honestly, I'm just going to, just because of Zell. I'm picking because of Denzel. Uh, Flight, a 2012 release starring Denzel Washington, directed by Robert uh, Zemeckis. Uh, and he directed Forrest Gump, the Back to the Future trilogy in Castaway and, and the Polar Express. Arguably mm-hmm. might be the best of those of those four, you know. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have <laughs> eyes, ears, or have ever seen a movie in your life. Yeah, I'm sure the Polar uh... Express is great. Uh, stars Den- Denzel as Whip Whitaker, Den- Don Cheadle, Kelly Riley, John Goodman, Bruce Greenwood. Uh, yeah, it, it, I didn't know what to expect. I like to like not read about movies at all. It's like, oh, it's a Denzel. I'm going to watch it and just not have anything I do, you know, um, what it's going to be about. But it, w- it was really good. Denzel was nominated for an Oscar, uh, Best Performance by an Actor in a Leading Role. This was also nominated for Best Writing Original Screenplay. And yeah, it's based, as you can kind of guess, guess in the title, uh, Denzel's a, a pilot and uh, his plane crashes. And um, it's actually based on a real crash, Alaska Airlines 261, on January 31st, 2000, where uh, they tried to invert the plane. 
to help it, mm-hmm. prevents it from nose diving and it, it, believe it or not, worked. And so he does that in this. But um, I but, don't think that the pilot in that movie was drunk at the time that he was attempting to do that maneuver. No, that, <laughs> like that is Gonzales the, only, is the only the only real part of the what's based in real life is just the plane maneuver and the crash. Yeah, it, <laughs> okay, it's yeah. tough. Yeah, yeah, I, it's tough because like for most of this movie, I, I really, really dislike Denzel. He's a very dislikable character and he does a very good job with that. It is just crazy. It's crazy just how he has me on the tip of his fingers though, because very quickly at the end, I can flip you immediately. I just did some over amount of like empathy and like, like, okay, don't cry. You're good, David. Like, it's like, just like that, <laughs> like snap of a finger. <laughs> it's like his performance. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, his performance is so good. And just like that, I just have this remorse for him after I've just hated his guts. and been like, bro, why are you a terrible person? And for him to be able to do that, like he, Again, he always does this. We talk about Denzel a lot. Like, he just handled the role so well. And he was nominated for an Oscar. Uh, and so, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, it, it was kind of slower. I'd call it a drama, you know. But I don't care what it is. If Denzel does the performances that he does, like, I'm going to watch it and enjoy Denzel and while well, I can, you know. So, Flight Absolutely. was my best first watch of the week. Mm-hmm. What do you pick? I've, I actually I, don't even I, know. I, yeah, you don't know. I've seen Flight. Um, I actually didn't log it on Letterboxd until you said something. I saw Flight back in, like, I think 2014, 2015. I thought it was solid. Mm. Um, at that point, I wasn't super into movies. I thought it was very boring at parts. Um, yeah, it was a little sl- it was pretty slow at some parts. You probably hated Denzel in there. That's just something you would do, you know? Yeah, everybody knows that I'm a known <laughs> Denzel hater. That's absolutely for sure. I definitely have never <laughs> on a podcast said he's – probably the greatest actor of all time. Never said that. Um, I can okay. guess. Okay. I can guess which one yours is because half your movies was from one movie. Franchise. Yeah. So I'll just address that now. Uh, I have no idea why I did this. Um, but for some reason I was scrolling through and trying to watch, trying to find something to watch. I was going through the, all the streaming services I have and I saw like scream pop up and I was like, I kind of want to rewatch Scream, but I don't really feel like rewatching a movie right now. I want to watch a new movie, but I really love Scream. And then I was like, have I seen the Scream sequels? I feel like I've seen one of them, but I don't know if I have. So I looked and they're all on, three of them are on one streaming service and the fourth one is on another one. Um, but Is it HBO, the three? No, they're on Showtime. And then the other one, mm. I guess f- four and five are on Paramount+. Plus. So I was like, screw it. Guess what Nathan's doing the rest of the week is watching the screams. And I love scream. I think scream is one of the best horror movies ever made. Uh, I think that's a pretty popular opinion now at this point. You're talking Um, about the first movie. Yes. And scream Two, while not certainly not as good as scream was super refreshing. And I thought really a really fun sequel and many ways, one of the better, maybe the best horror sequel I've, I have seen personally. Now I haven't seen Mm -hmm. evil dead Two. Um, yet, so I I may not be correct, but oftentimes horror sequels are just awful. They just go in a complete opposite direction. They're terrible. They're just mm-hmm. retreads of the first one with just more kills. Um, but Scream grand. Two, Scream Two is really smart, and that it, it it talks about movies the way the first Scream did. You know, there is a character Randy who essentially his whole point as a character is just to diagnose what is happening in the movie for you in real time. About sequels always have to go bigger and better. There's always more gore. There's more kills. There's more blood. More twists. Like, and you're aware of that and laughing at that while also watching that happen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I just really love the meta conversations that happen in the Scream franchise. I think this is one of the smarter horror franchises that uses a traditionally not quote-unquote smart genre in the slasher genre. Um, and I just think they're really fun. The ghost face mask is iconic, of course. I'm oh, really yeah. – Sidney Prescott, Neve Campbell's character, is one of my favorite like character franchise characters of all time i think i just really like sydney prescott as well and she's in all of these movies um she's so cool she is she's lit i mean she's great and it's cool you get to see her progression throughout of like in the first one she's scared and the second one she is like still scared but a little bit more of a fight back and by the fourth one she's kicking ghost face killers in the face with karate moves <laughs> and you're like all right this is yeah, fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. i love this um so I, I just really I, – I know that they're – like they follow the same format every single time. It's like person gets a phone call and gets killed at the beginning of the movie, and then they discover it, and Sydney's like, it's happening again. And then, you know, the rest of the movie. But it, they're fun whodunits too. That's another thing that Scream mm-hmm. has that other horror, other slashers don't, you know. And Halloween, it's like a clue, killers, knockoff. Yeah, and Halloween, the killer is Michael Myers, uh, with the exception of the first – Friday the 13th movie, and the rest of them, it's Jason Voorhees. You know, A Nightmare on Elm Street, you, every single one is Freddy Krueger, you know? And, and Scream, the killer changes every single time, and it, it's fun, it's refreshing, and I love the meta conversation. I, I, there were multiple times during Scream 2 where I laughed out loud. Other times where I was hmm. yelling at the TV, just like some characters in this the beginning of this movie were, like telling people, Jada Pinkett Smith was like, don't go in there. And I was like, yeah, Jada Pinkett Smith is right. Do not go wait, in there. Wait, 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 and then wait, Jada wait. Pinkett Smith went in there. Yeah, she, wait, yeah, she's in this movie. Was she, was she bald? Um, she had a she had short hair. Mm. David. Okay. Well, I'm just making sure, like, we don't make a joke, or or will Will Smith come up and just doink me? You know, I don't. Know. I don't think Will Smith knows where you live, but if he did know where you live, you would be honored by that fact. That's true. Um, like, bro, hit me, do it. Yeah. He, he probably I listens also, to this podcast. I'm sure he does. I'm sure Will Smith is a big fan. I also love that they've continued throughout um, these Scream movies to do this a a Scream movie inside of this movie, which is the Stab franchise, which is based off of the Sidney Prescott murders in universe. And they make fun of the, how the stab franchise gets more and more ridiculous each iteration while themselves getting more and more ridiculous each iteration. I just think that's really yeah, fun. That is awesome. Um, and they haven't awesome. cast like real actors like Luke Wilson, Tori Spelling and Heather Graham are, are in the stab version of scream. Um, mm-hmm. but that, that is, that's just, that's just really fun. So I, I really enjoy this movie. If you like scream, I would encourage you to watch all the sequels. Some of them, I think the third one's the weakest easily, but I think two and four are really good, and the third one is still entertaining. They're all entertaining um, and better horror sequels than I would say 99% of horror sequels. So, Hey, real quick, actually, the Emmys just happened. you want to talk like so briefly about that or no? I mean, we can, and the fact that do, does anyone care? No. I just know that um, <laughs> I'm trying you know to get – Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, he doesn't care about Zendaya. He no. asked this question solely because he wants to talk about Ozark. Go ahead, David. Talk about yeah. Ozark for two and, minutes. And what an incredible performance, bro. So good. Julia Gardner won uh, her Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series for Ruth Laymore. So good. So good. I, I, I'm not surprised after seeing that. 
Um, but honestly, something a show you've seen, Ted Lasso won a lot of Emmys. And mm-hmm. I know there's something you said that I needed to watch, but uh, mm-hmm. it won overall, and then some actors won. So yeah, I didn't I, don't, I didn't watch the Emmys. I just happened to see that on Twitter. I was like, bet she deserved that. That's cool. So. Mm-hmm. Ted Lasso. Um, I, anybody that is wanting to watch that but doesn't want to pay for Apple TV Plus subscription, <laughs> you can finish it in a week. Um, it is free trial, man. Baby. It is. I think an an eight episode season and a twelve episode season, if I'm not mistaken. And the majority of the episodes, with the exception of both season finales, I believe, are like thirty minutes long. Um, mm. so it's essentially just. It's 20, 20 episodes of a sitcom almost, but it's m- much, I think, much more well done than your generic typical sitcom. So if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, we, I'd encourage we you to love, watch it. We love free trials. Very nice. They're, they're, <laughs> but, they, they're key to surviving yes. in this yeah. world. So. But hey, this has been a bit of a melting pot of entertainment today with House of the Dragon recap. recap wow. Uh, Rings of Power recap and our best first watches of the week. Uh, thank you all for listening. This is episode 36 of What Do You Want to Watch? We will talk to you all later. Bye. Walter White dies at the end of Ozark.